It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready. Recording. Hello, hello, hello. Happy birthday to you. Yes. It was Grace's birthday on the weekend. Um, happy yes. birthday. She's officially 30. Feels like I've been 30 for like 700 years. Welcome. <laughs> I feel like I'm like 70 now. 30. I feel like I've been spiritually 30 for quite a long time. So yeah. it feels less like I never felt 29 in a way but I did have I did have a a little moment the night before I turned 30 I think it's just not to get too sort of existential but it's just like the passage of time Mm -hmm. life on earth is fleeting you don't think about any of that when you're 20 you like legally you like physically can't think about it until you turn 30 your brain won't let you yeah I've been having a bit of like a bad time recently with with age and time I think I don't know what it is. I read this article actually, which is such a random article to click on. And when I initially saw it, I had no desire to, but for some reason I just ended up there. And it was this British Vogue article about um, being in one's flop era, but embracing one's flop era or something. And last night I hadn't left the house in two days, which we can get to shortly. And I just (laughs) had been on the internet for so long that I ended up there. And the girl was sort of just talking about how she was like, I don't know, I just recently... She said she left Ohio. She's a um, journalist who used to work at Vice, actually. She's commissioned me for a story before. Shout out, Daisy. But she um, had left Vice and is now freelance. And she was just saying, like, in my 20s, you know, I had a steady income. My skin was beautiful. Now I am getting all these crazy breakouts. I don't even know when I'm next getting paid. I feel, like, mildly stressed about things all the time. And she was just like, I actually feel like I'm in my flop era. And I was like, I feel similarly at the moment. And I keep just thinking... I'd keep thinking sad, negative thoughts about 
I don't know what it is. It's like I look in the mirror recently and I just always look tired, but I've been sleeping like nine hour nights. And I'm like, what is the solution? I feel, And we were talking about this. It's like constantly feeling like as a woman at the moment, you're having to, it's like this maintenance that you have to keep up with all the time. It's like you get your nails done three weeks later, you need to get your nails done again. My hair right now is so straggly and disgusting and like so split and broken and gross, but I can't afford to go to the hairdresser in LA because it's so expensive. I have gray hair now, so I'm constantly looking in the mirror being like, now you need to re-dye it. <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday to me. I have a few <laughs> thoughts on this exact topic. Firstly, maintenance, yes always needs to be discussed, always needs to be brought up. Women are kind of to blame and we're also not. Like sometimes I hazard to blame the patriarchy for me getting like big apple red pedicures because <laughs> no man is asking me to do that, but I just they want They are kind it. of. But they, they kind of are. Yeah, my hair was so – I think I, I hadn't had a haircut in like a year and I went and the woman was like, your look at your hair like the right side is an inch longer longer like two inches longer than the left side <laughs> i don't even know how that happened it's that was like a good 200 I think it was like 230 pounds to get color on a cut it's Waxing, crazy here grace it's actually insane to get your hair done here my friend said to get her blonde hair done it's uh she said she paid 600 us dollars and she's not like a bougie bitch like she's not going to a crazy salon so everyone here that was blonde like um julia chalmers used to be blonde and since she moved here she's just brunette now she was like i literally can't with this yeah i i've kind of been having similar thoughts and feelings recently i do think my 30s existential crisis would be it's it's not the right time to go brown but there might be a time (laughs) it's not the right time for me spiritually now i think we should as a society embrace being ugly i think that's the new trend that we need to we need to curate just stop getting all of it done yeah i don't know i just yeah i just have been feeling yeah and just stop looking at a mirror if we abolish mirrors and get rid of the only reason this bothers us is because we are in a society where we are forced to constantly look at ourselves mm. and post about how we look, which is bizarre. That was just not a thing in any other generation. There was a day's beauty piece like two weeks ago that was um, talking about how, well, I mean, it's, it's obvious. And I think the face actually did a piece on this ages ago that we talked about, but they just did a piece about how, obviously you're not supposed to see your own face this much and how it's fucking with our psychology. And then it's all those small mm-hmm. things of now you speak on FaceTime instead of just a normal call. So you're like looking at your face on the screen, you're doing Zoom meetings. Yeah. And if you're po- trying to post about yourself. Wait, so let's let's maybe to pivot this because this is very much on this topic. I just read a really good piece by Rachel Tashjian talking about the Phoebe Philo launch. Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying that what Phoebe's done, which is so ingenious and what she's done all through her career, basically what she's done with this collection is make being middle-aged cool. Like all the people in the campaigns are just random apart from Daria, no name, middle-aged people. It shows like they have wrinkles, they have like little, I mean, not big pockets of fat in their tummies, but there's this thing of showing this more unfiltered 
version of middle age and making that really cool and aspirational and being the kind of woman who's like 45 and can afford to spend thousands of dollars on a jacket and like wears no makeup and just like throws it on with a pant and a shoe like there's that idea of making where Phoebe Filer is which is 50 chic and aspirational and I think we need more of that it's about making having creases in your face and not really giving a fuck and not looking in the mirror as much and not caring and just having things in your life that makes your life fuller having more money having more responsibility just being a more interesting person making that aspirational and cool and making it kind of lame to like be as obsessed with what our faces look like as we are right now I think that's the answer I agree and I love that but I think as you're even saying this even though I've I've looked at the campaign imagery but not super closely to even notice that the people were middle-aged weirdly um like just in my brain I'm like it's like the plus size problem of just being like yeah be plus size but then all the plus size people are fucking Ashley Graham and Paloma it's like, well, I'm sure yeah, they, these they middle-aged fit. women are, like, so fucking hot. Like, Christy Turlington. I'm like, yes, I want to be middle-aged if I look like you. That's so true. It's, like, more unrealistic in a way. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, I'm just like, like, curated. Yeah. But th- there is something in that. I do think there's something in that. I think we've hit, like, in that piece, Rachel Tashjian was just saying, like, there's just something so un- inherently uncool about, like, meal prep and like 70 step skincare routines and like active wear and and having no lines anywhere in your face and like like having the perfect round body and the tiny thing that that whole tiktok social media kardashian-y vibe it like i feel like we're kind of over it yeah agreed um so yeah phoebe philo released her a1 collection yesterday dropped online and was um, announced to people who have subscribed to her website via an email. Um, the internet went fucking bonkers for it mm-hmm. in a way in such a... I mean, obviously that was to be expected, but it was just kind of even more crazy than I, than I thought it would be. I guess... Yeah, I guess it was more controversial in a way than I thought it would be too. Like, obviously, everyone's standing it because it's because it is beautiful. The the collection is beautiful, but then there was just like, I guess when something is so hyped and when something is so uh, overexposed, there is just going to always be that controversy. But I was surprised to see like Kathy Horan from the Cut obviously did such a incredible review of the collection because she was one of the few editors to see it before it came out so she could write a big review for it to be released on release day but then other editors from the cut i think the cut did three articles on it another (laughs) another article was about how expensive it was and just how all of these fashion editors who worked at the cut were like we love her stuff so much but we could just never afford to buy this and i guess it makes sense because obviously she's aligning herself with those luxury brands which she was always going to do like the rowan bottega and stuff but so many of those things so many of her pieces were more expensive than those heritage houses. And I guess what's different with her is you sort of see her as being a designer who is, as you say, like making pieces for like mums or everyday women in a way. But then just with her prices, it was like, oh, okay, these everyday women. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the prices, 
The prices were bonkers. I wasn't surprised by any of them because her Celine was always really, really expensive. But $17,000 for a coat. (laughs) Yeah, but I think that was like, they're almost like talking. You know what I mean? That's not the average. There's like one or two just crazy things that obviously like semi-couture and they're like really. I I think the average, like the blazers were like 2,000 pounds. The leather jackets were like 4,000 pounds. To me, I'm, I don't think that's that's normal normal or reasonable. But normal for like a Prada yeah, that's what like a like when I went into Miu Miu, their leather coats were like eight thousand euros or something insane. I know, and Miu Miu's meant to be like the lower price point. Brand. Yeah, I think I was surprised by that. My reaction going on and seeing it wasn't that it was like obscenely expensive. I feel like people kind of seized in on that, um, but it is obviously expensive. I think what was nice about it was that it. It, it wasn't like this radical change of what she'd done before. You just got the sense that she managed to create the whole thing somehow away from the expectation and the hype. And she didn't try to overthink it or anticipate it or surprise people or do a twist on something. She just made a bunch of really nice clothes <laughs> yeah, and just put them out. And there was something about that that I really liked. I was happened to be open on my laptop in my emails when the email came through saying it's now live just by chance. And I went on the website and was kind of just looking through and liking things and whatever. And then within like three or four minutes, the whole thing was just bugging, like freaking out, like strobe lighting (laughs) shit was selling out within like 20 minutes. And that in and of itself is kind of, it felt like an old fashioned event in a digital way where you knew all these people were on this website at the same time seeing at the same time as you there was something kind of democratizing about that it feels cool in this era where fashion shows are becoming like a bit genre in some ways (laughs) to just be like nah let's just put it online yeah I kind of liked that yeah and she hasn't really got an Instagram presence for it has she I I don't even I can't even think, but I don't think so. Not really. She just has an Instagram account, but yeah, it's like empty, wiped. I saw Stella Bugby from The Cut was saying like, I'm just scandalized that people will pay this amount of money for stuff they haven't seen in person. But I was like, it's just a testament to her that they will because that's how much they trust her. Like with no one else they would. But with her, people are like so trusting of how good the quality will be. And you can return stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, very, um, yeah, very crazy day yesterday. It was just like absolutely everywhere. Um, But yeah, I I mean, I agree. I I really liked it. I really liked that leather jacket that had the scarf that you could detach. It was so nice. It was so nice. I didn't realize... like, I guess I did know that she was known for her trousers, but I just didn't realize that it was that was one of her, like, main things that everyone was freaking out about with the trousers. Yeah. it's it, the, the idea that she had, like, reading about it that, I mean, I know everyone talks about this now, but it feels like she's actually doing it in a legit way. Like, the idea that you'll buy... So I bought a pair of the trousers. Did you? And what ones? Yeah, the pinstripe ones. 
like oh, gray I feel like striped. I can't picture them. Not the ones that zip up yeah, to the butt. Yeah, not those. Those are the ones that are in my brain. Sadly. <laughs> um, but it was that idea of like, and it is, it is, you know, obviously very, very expensive. It's to me. Did you buy anything else or just those? I got some shoes as well. Cute. What one? <laughs> very lucky that this all happened the day after my birthday. Yeah, these are be- these are really nice trousers. Yeah, they're they're so great. And then I got the black clet loafers with the buckle on them. Cute. And the little heel, not with the tassel thing, just the plain ones. Really cute. I'm trying to picture them. I know the ones with the tassel as well. Yeah, the non-tassel. But again, I'm gonna I'm gonna try them. I really liked those heels. Um like how they were kind of square and yeah they were so beautiful so so nice um but that attitude of like you buy she basically she said that they made they purposely made less than demand oh cute with the heel it's like a very little heel yeah those yeah so court nice. shoes <laughs> really nice a court jester it's this idea that you buy she makes less than demand she sells a certain amount. So in some ways it's buying into that like supreme drop vibe. Yeah. But the whole idea is like <laughs> it's really beautiful things. That, like people won't necessarily be able to recognize what they are and you do them to have something that you build on once or twice a year. I know that sounds obvious because that's what fashion's meant to be about, but no one actually ever shops that way now. And I, I just I like that idea for me of like – maybe buying literally one or two items a year. I know it sounds crazy and unrealistic in this day and age, but I feel like I'm just at that point in my brain where I just want like very few options and just to kind of wear the same thing every day and just to know that something's beautifully made. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people feel like that. And Really good quality. I agree. Yeah. Timeless. Revolution. I mean, it's also so much easier for packing and traveling yeah. and things like that, which is so boring, but... I'm going to Vegas today, this afternoon. So excited. I've never been. So exciting. And It's crazy. Um, yeah, just packing, like, because I think I've been wearing just more different. I mean, me and you dress differently, but, like, same basic. Like, as in, I've just been wearing, like, a pair of baggy jeans and a, and a vest, just mm-hmm. always. And then I'll, like, throw some kind of jacket over top and today I was just like I put jeans in and I put like two different singlets in and a t-shirt and a pair of shorts that I'll wear with one of those singlets and t-shirts and then that's it and just like a pair of sandals and my Mew Mew ballet flats because I was like I'll just throw them on with anything and it's like oh god that feels so much more simple than like when you're trying to put together all these different outfits exactly it's like muddled brain even in my wardrobe, I was just looking and I was like, I want this all gone. I want to own like eight things. I just never, ever have to think again. Mm. It's too much. There's also so much shit in there that you just don't even wear ever. And it confuses you. I feel like I look at it and yeah. it confuses my brain. I'm just like, <laughs> wait, who am I? Am I the kind of person that wears this? What? And then it just, it. I'm like, it's not a good use of my thinking time. Yes. Agreed. Am I a checkered shirt girly, <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> um, should we go celebrity Halloween costumes for a second, or 
Speaking of like women who who wear women who have a wardrobe, the woman I went for Halloween as has a lot of white shirts in her wardrobe. Um, and it's Miss Jenna Lyons. And that was because I had literally no idea what the fuck to dress as and then realized she was like the easiest person in the world. It was so good, Izzy. You're so good at Halloween. I literally thought that the I just saw it then. I literally thought that the first picture was her and then the swipe was you at the very end. I didn't realize the first one was you. <laughs> Love. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so easy though. But I, I ordered um, gray, gray hair paint. <laughs> And painted the top of my hair grey, which you can't see in the photos. So I had grey hair slicked back and then got her... The glasses I was wearing in the first photo was because my Amazon aviators didn't arrive in time. But then um, but then I was... Uh, I forced Tat to pop out a pair of her Ray-Bans glasses <laughs> so I could wear those. <laughs> Love. Um, okay. But yeah, what did you think about the celebrity costumes you saw? I loved Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. I'm sure you are the same. They're just funny. I know. Rosemary and her baby. (laughs) And people think they're engaged because she had like a giant diamond on her finger. A big old diamond. Yeah, I think so. A big honking diamond. That's nice. They're cute. She looks beautiful with a pixie cut. I like it. What I can't get over with celebrities is the way they do these photo shoots. It's just so jarre to me in the most crazy of ways. And I know we've talked about it before, but I'm like, how many different things did Hayley Bieber do this year? It's not normal. I know. You have too much time and you have too much money. You have too much time and money and there's no there's no joy in it. Like they're just like her being sexy. There's no fun. There's no tongue in cheek. Like Florence Pugh being Guy Fieri is just funny. Like there's just Hayley Bieber just doesn't have like a sense of humor about it. I feel. Yeah, she's just like I'm hot. How can I? How can I wear lingerie and look hot? Clueless Kevin um, North as Clueless yeah. is so fucking good though. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. So cute. Do you see North's just on the cover of ID? I know. That's what I was laughing because I was like, we were talking about how there's going to be another like 10 years before they're the main ones. And now she's on the cover of ID. Did they get a white Jeep specifically for this photo shoot? I just, it's hilarious. So insane. But yeah, really, really cute. Yeah. With Hayley Bieber, she looks great as this, as the scary movie thing, obviously it's such a, good Mm. photo but I am just like when did she do this do you know what I mean (laughs) like like did she take an entire day to do this on a Friday was she by herself did she have friends around it just feels so random and then her and Justin went out on Saturday night as the Flintstones which also just feels random I think I hate that Halloween is so wide with what you can go as I'm like why the Flintstones why the Flintstones agreed. I feel like Justin was like, let's go as the Flintstones. And she was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand Kourtney Kardashian going as Kim. That feels, just given all that's happened, I don't, I don't understand that. It's like, it would be iconic if they were getting on and we didn't feel like there was some weird energy around 
Like the fact that she's pregnant with Travis's baby and there's this weird stuff about Travis having had sex with Kit, you know? I'm just like, it's all a bit close to home. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and now she's going as Kim. <laughs> yeah. I agree. To the Met Gala to which she's famously not invited. It's all, it's all, <laughs> I feel like she's, as we said in the Patreon, she needs to see a therapist or if she is, see one more often. <laughs> C2. C2. Paris Hilton is Britney Spears, I love. It was great. She's incredible. Um, did you see that Rosalia, not to like, this isn't about her Halloween costume, but Rosalia is dating the guy from the beer? Wait, I thought she was engaged to She someone. was engaged. To the fucking most hot guy in the world. And then they broke up. They released this gorgeous album together. It was a beautiful love story. Raul Alejandro. Cute video of them. Another broken up. And now she's dating the beer guy. The main guy from the beer. Mm -hmm. Jeremy someone. God. Everyone's so horny in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And what's funny about it is Dumois said that they were spotted out for dinner. And then... Uh, yesterday they were on Sunday they were spotted at a flower market in LA but like two weeks ago he took another girl to a flower market in LA and everyone was like do something different (laughs) Adele's just makes me laugh because it's just so just normal (laughs) yeah where is she I'm scrolling and scrolling I think I've gone past her also I didn't know Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were back together Oh, yeah. I forgot about those two. But here they are. Cindy Crawford, is she, is she Sandy from Greece? In my head, she's been that like every year for I know 30 you. years, I but I know like, she hasn't. That's so random. And then what is Kaya Gerber and what's his face? Austin Butler. Andy Warhol and oh, right. Edie Sedgwick. Edie Sedgwick. Right. I never know what anyone is at Halloween and then I always feel really uncultured. Like I went to a party and I was too scared to ask anyone what they were because I was like, does everyone else know? <laughs> and then I was like to this girl, what are you? And she was like, I'm just an alien. And I was like, oh, I thought, you're like a, I thought you're like a specific alien from a specific movie. I'm just an alien. I'm just an alien. I'm just an alien. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Adele. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. She's what? What? Uh, what is she? I'm surprised there's kind of not more. What's 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 Heidi crazy Kloom done? God knows. Hopefully she's taking a year off. She won't. She should take a year off after the worm. <laughs> we all need a we all need a breather. Agreed. <laughs> we as we as a society need a break. Yeah, I feel like Channing and Zoe won Halloween. Yeah, very very cute. What a. Kendall and Kylie supposed to be in that picture? Just I don't even know. I think Kendall's people. isn't Kendall being Oh, I don't know what's going on in that photo, but in a different photo I saw she looked like she was being Marilyn. But I'm like, that's also so boring. Yeah, and I don't think we should be Marilyn this year after Blonde. We should <laughs> give Marilyn a, a break. She's been through enough in 2023. She's already had Anna Diamas play her. She doesn't need Kendall Jenner getting in there. <laughs> so, yeah, some sad news. Matthew Perry dying. Yeah, that, that is sad. Um, pull one out for Matthew. I mean, I think because his memoir came out and he talked so much about his addiction and was so, like, candid about the fact that he was – it wasn't the kind of memoir of I'm completely over this and have been for 20 years. And now looking back, he was talking about how it's such an active ongoing thing for him. Um, so I guess in that way, it wasn't completely, I guess, surprising, but it's obviously just awful and so tragic and sad. Yeah. I think it's so sad because he's been so open about his addiction for so long. So it's like, we were all kind of rooting for him to get through it and be okay. And then, it's just it's just tragic to to for him to have not been, and I think the way it broke as well because it wasn't announced via a statement or anything. It was it was like leaked by TMZ, which is so sad because um, I was saying I was saying I can't stop thinking about like Jennifer Aniston getting the call <laughs> about him mm. dying, like just thinking about the friend stars finding out and how devastated they would be and then Chelsea was like I don't even think they would have gotten a call like I think this this fully leaked through TMZ before they would have had a chance to like even tell friends and family which is so devastating it's so gross I was thinking that too with like even the fact that the the news alert on my phone when I saw it said like Matthew Perry star dies of drown like I was just like don't there's just no one's business. Like, we just don't have any business knowing details like that, particularly not in, like, the hours after it happened. Yeah, like, found in a bathtub. That's just so dark. It's so dark and it's so, like, just degrading and hor. It's like you can't, you can't be, TMZ can't be happy picking over and obsessing over the worst parts of someone's life when they're alive. They've got to do it too and, like, try and 
humiliate them after they've died. It just felt really icky and gross. There's like aerial pictures of them. I saw like just being on the Daily Mail. I didn't go looking for it, but I saw like aerial pictures of the house with like arrows pointing to the paramedics removing the gurney. And the same thing happened when Kate Spade died. It was just it was just disgusting. Right, like the yeah. way the media descends on it just is it's just awful. And yeah, like you say, for his friends and family to find out from the worst celebrity gossip site. Mm. So, so Jennifer and like none of the friend stars have released their own statements, but they released one together, which was just so sad where they just said we were more than co-stars. We were family and like we're utterly devastated and just need some time. And Gwyneth Paltrow released a really cute. Did you see her, her one? It was so sweet. She said, I don't know if people knew about this already or not, but she said, I met Matthew Perry in 1993 at the Williamstown theater festival in Massachusetts. We were both there for the most of the summer doing plays. He was so funny and so sweet and so much fun to be with. We drove out to Swimming Creeks, had beers in the local college bar, kissed in a field of long grass. It was a magical summer. He'd shot the pilot of Friends, but it had not yet aired. He was so nervous, hoping his big break was around the corner. It was. We stayed friends for a while until we drifted apart, but I was always happy to see him when I did. I'm super sad today, as many of us are. I hope Matthew is at peace at long last. Mm, it was so cute to, to bring in that personal story of, like, that summer romance in 1997 in 1993 so so cute that is sweet sometimes i there are times with those type obits that people post on instagram that i don't like because i find them a bit people being like i knew this but like jumping in with like irrelevant stories just so they know someone that people are talking about but obviously gwyneth paltrow doesn't need to do that so that's not what that is it's just a very sweet message yeah and I'm like, did we not? We didn't know this, I don't think, right? Did we know they ever hooked up? I don't think That's so. That's why I find it so cute because she's just being like, we kissed in a field of long grass. And I'm like, if this wasn't, yeah. And I'm like, if this wasn't a, an obituary, this would be like headlines everywhere. <laughs> I think there's like something really interesting about. I I saw something online somewhere about people saying that this. You would think like the star of a 90s sitcom who is basically mainly known for that 90s sitcom that it wouldn't hit and resonate among the younger generation, like the generation between, like even us, but the generation below you and I. But Friends has just, it's, it's just one of those shows that continues on like Netflix to have relevance and captures people of younger generations so there are people who are like 16 17 18 up to the like whatever who are as devastated by this as people who watch friends in real time in the 90s it's like just such a testament to how insane that show is and yeah. was i know and even just him releasing his memoir i'm pretty sure he did a documentary as well which i haven't seen but and and talking about all the stuff, all the work he's done with addiction, and he was just like um, saying in I think he said this in his memoir that he hopes when he dies, he said, yeah, he said the he said the best thing about me is that an, if an alcoholic or drug addict comes up to me and says, "Will you help me?" I will always say, "Yes, I know how to do that. I will do that for you, even if I can't always do that for myself." So I do that whenever I can in groups or one-on-one. 
And then he said that he created the Perry House in Malibu, which is a sober living facility for men. He wrote a play, The End of Longing, which is a personal message to the world, an exaggerated form of him as a drunk. And he had something important to say to people like him and to people who love people like him, which is really sweet, like alcoholics and drug addicts. And he said, when, he, when I die, I know people will talk about friends, friends, friends. And I'm glad of that, happy I've done some solid work as an actor, as well as given people multiple chances to make fun of my struggles on the World Wide Web. But when I die, as far as my so-called accomplishments go, it would be nice if friends were listed behind the other things I did to try to help other people. Yeah, that's So beautiful. sad. It's really sad. I think it's just so sad when, yeah, you see someone struggling with addiction and just like not pulling through. It's just, it like just hits differently, and it, and then it being him as well is 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 obviously because we feel like we know him. <laughs> we feel like we know him, and then that idea that there's something in the fact that he was on this show where his character was so consistent and he was so like funny and charming or whatever and then obviously over time people realized and found out that behind the scenes it was more volatile and he was dealing with addiction issues but there's almost something in that it's like literally feels like a friend of yours who's always like smiling and thing in social situations is secretly battling this thing I think that's what people attached to him because obviously that's the whole thing of the show is that we feel like those people are really our friends it's very sad yeah and anyone who knows someone who struggles with those two specific things it's it would just hit so differently yeah I I feel I can't I like know all of the co-stars are amazing but I can't stop thinking about Jennifer Aniston (laughs) I don't know why I think didn't he say something like she was the most so like they were all great over the years but she was just the most amazing and I was like really she She also just feels like she's such a sensitive soul because yeah. of the Brad and Ange W magazine <laughs> spread. Um, no. <laughs> That's just, enough to last one person a yeah, lifetime. Yeah, she doesn't deserve this. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very tragic, very sad. What else has happened? Kim's titty citro bra. Kim's tit bra. Yeah, what did you think of, what did you think of the bra when you first... Saw it. So she's released a Skims bra. <laughs> Why is she so funny? She's released a Skims bra with fake nipples, with fake erect nipples, so that when you have a top on, your nipples will always look like they're perky and erect, no matter whether you're hot or cold. And then she did a clip, which is so funny but so crazy, about climate change and how, like, you're going to be getting hotter because the earth is warming, but you don't want your nipples to not be erect as if they're cold. So to like combat climate change, Skims has released this bra. At first, I just thought Kim Kardashian's trying to make me care about something and I don't care and I'm not going to be tricked into thinking that I care. Um, but she just has this way of getting into your mind and like, making you she's so good at like setting cultural conversations because on the one hand I just think it's silly and stupid and it's 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 I don't think it's a serious product I think it's racking up some PR around skims and around her and being kind of campy and funny and tongue-in-cheek I'm sure they'll sell some but I don't think it's actually meant as a serious 
moneymaker. I think she's just being kind of cheeky and silly and funny and banking on people being outraged about it. I feel like it will sell a lot. Yeah, do you think? Mm. Because it makes your it makes your Yeah, I think it's like I think that I think she's trolling us, but I think it will really sell because it will make your tits look really good underneath the top. <laughs> From the video, I'm just like, would anyone actually be out and about? Like I get I get the thing that she's tapping into. Like I get it, but it, they just look so visible in in that shirt. Yeah. Which I know they have to because it's an ad, but will people actually go out dressed like that? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's told us to. She's just a genius. Days did a piece with two writers being like for and against it. And the person who's against said... Yeah, they're like all about celebrating bodies and all about championing breasts and a radical and freeing the nipple and loves like not wearing a bra and having her nipples out. But then just said the joy of nipples is that they're yours and they're changeable and they're being fully charged as temporary. They react to the temperature to touch and they react to your mood. Um, The nipple bra takes away the shock. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And establishes the solid limbo as your state for the night rather than a cheeky wink to anyone who notices they're screaming for attention. Yeah, there's something about it that feels like it's turning, and this is the Kardashians in general, I guess, like turning things that are whatever, fun human things into like hyper-commercial products, you know, and like now injecting this as something that's added to the beauty standard. Like, I don't want to get too fucking serious and down in the weeds about it because I know that's, it just makes you feel like a killjoy and none of it's actually that serious. But, you know, there's a lot of, there's like a porny vibe to it, like nipples being a certain size and being erect and being perfectly symmetrical and being thing. You know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. all feels like it's just at, like, if a man invented that, we'd all just be like mocking and deriding how ridiculously stupid and outdated it is. But because it's Kim Kardashian and it feels campy and fun and silly, we're like, great, let's all get on board. But there's something about it that is just like another fucking thing for women to have to think about. Mm. It's Within it is some inherent like messaging about what that look, what looks good in that look. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's that. There's the seriousness. But as you said first, yeah, she's like taking the piss. It's quite camp. This this writer who's for the nipple bra said, remember that episode of Sex in the City when Miranda stuffed Samantha's fake nipples down her top and reveled in the smirks she got from the men she passed in the streets. So I might say Kim is angling for the male gaze, but it's us who have the power. <laughs> and then she said... The question does arise, is it even really my nipple? Am I sexually aroused even when I'm wearing them? Can you tell me that I'm being slutty as these aren't actually my flesh and blood? It's confusing in conversation making, causing people to do a double take. Are you really going to lose your mind at the sight of a fake nipple, boys? (laughs) Um, And she's actually donating, which is also funny. 
She's donating 10% of sales to environmental organization, 1% for the planet <laughs> to do with climate change. That's that's funny, but it, I feel like it reeks of like 20 people in a boardroom saying you're going to get backlash for using climate change to sell thing and making yes. fun of it. So yes. <laughs> get on the front foot with a yes. donation. I can't really bring myself to get riled up about her using climate change in a funny, silly way to sell a bra, even though I know on paper it's kind of a black mirror fucked up insane situation. (laughs) Like it will be studied as like the downfall of humankind will be that fucking video. Exactly. Do you you wear skims? No, but I would – I need to get some. I haven't really found – I think of it still as like very much just shapewear and I so rarely wear anything that requires shapewear, but I would like to experiment. The bras are so comfortable. I'm wearing one right now, actually. I wear them like all the time. The everyday, I think it's just the everyday triangle bra. It's the, it's just a thin triangle <laughs> and it's so, <laughs> and the, the material feels so, so, so nice. And it just holds your boobs in, in this beautiful way and looks flattering, even though it's hasn't got, even though it's not push up and doesn't have an underwire or anything. Yeah. Is it just like, she does just normal underwear as well on top of all the other stuff. Just like seamless. I like a seamless underwear. Yeah. Seamless underwear. Her underwear is really nice. And then these, these seamless bras are so, so comfortable and you pull them on over your head. So it doesn't like. Yeah, it doesn't clasp or anything. You just pull it. It's kind of it feels sort of like a sports bra in a way, but but yeah, I wear I wear them literally every day. That's cool. I need to yeah go. I need to go physically see them and see what I like. And they always them. go on sale, um, on like Netaporter and stuff. I think, but usually bad sizes left. But um, yeah, I literally just bought them on off the Skims website and. I'm obsessed. It's like the ev- yeah everyday triangle or something, some shit. It's pretty amazing. You won't regret it. I'm so I'm so curious about how this goes. Same. <laughs> Catch me in a nipple bra soon. What I hate about that what what makes the bra feel like it's more of a um, joke is the fact that it's so heavily padded like that. I'm just like, who's wearing a padded bra like that anyway? Yeah, exactly. It's it's like it feels like so a bra thick. to wear if you want it to look like you have big fake boobs, basically. Yeah, right. Um, which feels a bit retro, but I trust her to know what the women want. It's all obviously part of like she's just done did that big skims for men thing, which I know Neymar, the soccer player, was in, which he must have got a bazil like the money behind this. She got three massive male football players to pose wearing Skims men's. And then she just announced a partnership with the NBA as the official underwear partner, which is insane. She's just got this like unrelenting drive. So what do we think about Northwest being on a magazine cover? I mean, they've shot her in such a nice way. I guess it's just fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's cute. But... But yeah, I guess she is so young to be on a magazine cover. 
that girl is that girl will already feel 30 like you yes i i don't the thing i don't i i don't get about shooting children for magazine covers like this i get it from a like it's buzzy and it gets people talking and blah 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 but i wouldn't want to buy a mag i wouldn't want to cover i wouldn't want a magazine with a picture of a 10 year old girl on the cover like in my home do you think that's strange (laughs) yeah i just don't want to see a child ever that's not my own child (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree she doesn't feel like a child but she she feels like she's like 15 but but yeah still yeah, she's 10 and i saw on twitter the other day someone had pulled back out willow smith i whipped my hair the video and i know we all knew at the time that she was young but she was nine and when you look at that music video it's like a li- it's like a little child and then i just it was just making me think about how i just i just don't think children should be in <laughs> the public arena in that way i get that i agree just, oh. even like 16 at britney spears baby one more time too young but yeah, Willow yeah. Smith, that I whipped my hair back and forth. I, I had like a literal, I don't even know if I told you this, but I had a literal, like literal breakdown in Coachella about that being her. I had no idea <laughs> it was her. Wait, what do you mean? I had no idea that was her. That song in, was Willow Smith. Oh, th- that song was Willow Smith. Or right. that she was nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just thought that was a song that existed in the world. I had no idea it was Willow Smith. Willow Smith was performing at Coachella. And she was like, she's kind of turned more rocky, indie or whatever than that. And so I was just like dancing along or whatever. And then Amar was like, something, something. I whipped my hair back and forth. And I was like, no, I was like, this girl's like 20. That song's been out for like over a decade. And he was like, yes. And I was like, no. And he was like, yes. And I actually felt like I... Like, what the fuck? Nine years old and she released that. And, like, you should go look at the music video again. It's just, like, she, I know we know she's a child, but when you watch it, you're just like, this is just extremely questionable parenting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Will and Jada were up to at that point. I know. Of the I think tumultuous, what did he say? Buta, brutal uh, marriage brutal oh my god i think there's a thing in scientology because they're rumored to be scientologists that you're like you don't treat children as children you just treat you treat them as if they're fully grown adults like so if they say i want to i want a music career then you can't you have to recognize it and allow it as if they're a, a fully grown adult talking mm, i don't like that. which is the only context in which that makes any sense for surely yeah. you'd just be like, wait a couple of years, wait till you're at least. <laughs> I mean, it's a tune, to be fair to her. She should have just given it to Will to, it wouldn't have made sense. But you know how he was doing that? Um, he was had that music career at the time? <laughs> yeah. She can't have written it herself. That's what I mean. It had to have been written for her. Oh, yeah, true. And that's strange, too. I whip my hair back and forth. And, then he, <laughs> and his was like, turn it over and hit it. <laughs> Turn around now, flip or something. I can't believe when he released that music. Yeah. He was at the peak of his game and then he just like came out with a music career. And it yeah. was a flop overall, but that song was a banger. That song was a banger. I guess he always had like the Fresh Prince tunes. It was always slightly musical. Before we sign off, 
I need to tell the girls that I got home at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. Did you? 9 a.m. That is so fun. That's Jenna fun. Lyons. You're fun. Jenna Lyons staggering in at 9 a.m. It was it was horrible. You know, when you're like, oh, my God, I have got to go to bed. And then you're just like so stressed about what the day will bring. But I slept from 9 till 5. And then I woke <laughs> up at 5. Sleep in nine till five. And I woke up at five, staggered out of bed, ordered pad kimal, Thai green curry, roti and rice. It was like 70 US dollars. So nice. And then ate that while I watched the Real Housewives reunion because I was still being Jenna and then went to sleep at 8 p.m. and slept till eight in the morning. But just now, it's Tuesday at 10.30. It was like the first time I've left the house. I was going to say that that, that that will take a few days to get out of <laughs> the old system and i um had yet another encounter with the love of my life snoop dog again yeah i mean i mean i was at a party with him and was ignoring him like as in wasn't fangirling was just like leaving it cool just making eyes across the room let him come to me and then my phone was dead and i was trying to find a phone charger which thank god it was dead because i would have like probably accosted him to get another photo um my phone was dead so i was so i was trying to find a phone charger walking around and then i walked into a room where it was just him and one other person and i wish i could i wish i could recall exactly the sentence because he said something about my costume which i'm jenna lyons and i can't remember what he said but he said something like this costume is like insert word positive word like this costume is like dope or this costume is something and i was like thanks do you watch the real housewives and he was like no (laughs) and And then I and then I started telling him about when I met him at Coachella and how it was the best moment of my life and jare jare me. But he he was very kind. He's obviously like used to having some fucking absolutely wasted bitches harassing him at parties. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad Is to be one of them. he drinking Snoop Dogg rosé? Absolutely not. No. I mean. 52? I feel like that's a respectable age gap. What? Me and him. He married Snoop Dogg, yeah. I think he's. I think he is married. Mm. I think he's already a married man. But he was wearing a Snoop Dogg um, tracksuit. <laughs> that's so like cool. A matching tracksuit. <laughs> is he I was tall? Like, who are you? Who are you? M- yeah, he's tall as. He's is a tall he? man. That's so hot. Yeah, he like this is what I'm saying when I say he was literally the love of my life when I was a teenager. Like that is who I wanted to marry. That is who I was sexually attracted to when I was like yeah. 13. And so, yeah, he was a kind, kind soul to my absolutely wasted um, badgering. And then I, I was like, yeah. And then at Coachella, I sprinted up to you and your bodyguard. Like I like rebounded off him. And then you told your bodyguard to move so we could get a photo. And he was like, and we were talking about the party. And he was like, that was such a sick party, blah, blah. And then he goes, let me give you another moment. And gave me this big cuddle, like this oh long, long cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is literally it. Something and everyone and all my friends were in the corner shaking their heads, trying to be like, please, like, please leave him alone now. And I was like, you guys don't understand. We're bonding. We have a special connection that not everyone can see or understand. Yeah. I was like, I'm actually not annoying him. He likes We're it. actually just hanging out. <laughs> that is fun. <sighs> anyway, 
So I'm an oh. old maid. This is why I'm in my flop era because you can't do this at our age anymore. No, yeah, you're just depressed. You're just depressed with a hangover. <laughs> yeah, you're not in your flop era. You're just days hangover. and days of recovering. <laughs> I've got a blanket wrapped around my body, and I'm like shaking, and I've got this era one smoothie, hoping it's gonna like cure me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, man. I wish my phone wasn't dead so I could have been like swipe for a surprise and it was a photo of Jenna Lyons and Snoop Dogg. Could you deal? Yeah, I'm, sa- I'm a bit sad about that, I have to say. It was really funny because, uh, whatever, I shouldn't even, we're on the main pod, we're on the main <laughs> pod so I can save some stuff for Patreon. <laughs> Stop talking now. All right. Love you, girlies. Love you, girlies. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.